Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, sis. Welcome back to Girl Goodnight. I'm Return of Lamac, and every Sunday you can relax to binaural beats while I read you a melanated bedtime story. Join the Girl Goodnight gang. You can find us on YouTube and anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and the Girl Goodnight Land Facebook group. Visit our new website and complete the form to be our next featured author. The Girl Goodnight store is open, and we have the perfect gifts for you and your loved ones. Browse our selections. Link in description. Help your friends sleep in melanated peace. Girls, share the show and show us some love with the five-star rating and review. Tonight, we'll be reading If You Were My Best Friend by Harley Ray. Harley Ray resides in Baltimore, Maryland, a hidden oasis of art and culture. She has been writing since she was old enough to firmly grasp a pencil between her thumb and pointer finger. A millennial influenced by the 90s era that brought us some of the greatest love stories like kinfolks, blues dancing, and rooms of the heart, she considers herself a culture-fed romantic. On her ninth birthday, she sat alone in her bedroom furnished with only two bunk beds and two four-drawer dressers, reading a gifted copy of Toni Morrison's The Bluest Eye, her pages only illuminated by the tiny stream of light from the street lamp outside of her window. She was amazed at how full of life the words on the page were, how they danced around in her mind, stirring up emotions of insecurity, complacency, and self-contempt that lay dormant even in her tiny nine-year-old capsule of repressed memory. At that moment, she realized the healing power of literature. She vowed to one day usher Black women, much like herself, with no prominent place in the world, into a place of loving, holy, That mission stuck with her throughout her educational pursuits. It's what landed her at Coppin State University, where she obtained a Bachelor of Arts in English with a concentration in creative writing and a minor in African-American studies. Since graduating, her time has been divided between teaching pre-K literacy, writing Black romance novels, and hand-making candles and teas that center the Black romance reader's experience. As a Black romance author of over 15 books and an avid reader of the genre, She has cultivated a deep commitment to breaking literary boundaries and obliterating genre norms by telling stories that fuse romance and reality to demystify the stereotypes surrounding Black love. An early oeuvre of love stories written as an ode to the lover in you, her work speaks your deepest thoughts, fulfills your wildest fantasies, and echoes your quietest vibrations. They never thought they'd be here, This was a crossroad neither of them wanted to face, but they were there. How they got there was one for the ages, but how they decided to move forward was entirely up to them. Follow childhood best friends, Jace Collins and Ember Hughes, as they navigate adulthood and friendships, even when the scales are tipped. Now, close your eyes, take a deep breath, and sleep 
in melanated peace. If you were my best friend. Chapter 1. Ember. Jesus, Jay! I yelled with so much pleasure as he tightened his grip around my waist and filled my honeypot with every inch of his six-and-a-half-inch curved third leg. In all my years, I never had a man make me visit heaven every time he stuck his dick in me. Jay was truly one of a kind. As he threw my leg over his shoulder, I braced myself for the impact the tip of his pole was about to have on my G-spot. Never missing his target, he hit with precision, causing my head to fly back to meet the headboard. As my eyes rolled to the back of my head, I temporarily became a peer to the deaf, dumb, and blind. He was fucking me senseless. Fireworks danced behind my eyelids as everything around me disappeared. The world stopped. It was just me and him here in this moment. You're not topping out on me yet, he said as he pulled me up by my neck. In one swift motion, his tongue was prying my mouth open and doing a forbidden tango with mine. He continued to pump into me as I silently thanked the Lord for my double-jointedness. My leg was still draped over his shoulder as I sat straight up on the edge of his bed. It was official. We weren't coming back from this. We were on month six of exclusive dating and were still dancing around the idea of officially being a couple. But this right here, I had to claim as mine because I wasn't trying to let the next chick ride off into the sunset on the dick that should have been mine. Shifting my weight, I pulled him down on the bed and rolled us both over, careful not to let him slip out of my warm shelter. Now on top, I slow wind on his shaft, caressing my breasts and looking toward the hills. It was all I could do not to cream all over his fudgesicle. Watching the pleasure spread across his mouth and gallop along his brow sent me over the edge. He was way past handsome. Chase was the mold of the mold. Even the finest man was derived from the remnants of his cast. His full lips were the perfect shade of blunt brown and those eyes. God, his eyes drew me in every time I looked into them. They were deep and dark. I get lost in them without putting in much effort. They held the pain from stories he never told and the hope of dreams he wouldn't tell a soul besides me. He was the closest thing to perfection and unbeknownst to me, he was always mine. M, why you holding back? Show me why them niggas be going crazy. He knew me the best. Competition was one of my love languages. I was a competitor by nature and gladly accepted this challenge. Whoever comes first makes breakfast. I winked at him as I threw my leg up in the air. Twirling on his dick like a ballerina in a music box, I watched myself ride off into the sunset through his mirror. His leg thumped under me, pulling me from my moment of self-admiration. Aw, shit, M. Winning got me wet, but the idea of beating him broke the levee. I looked back at the pained expression on his face. He was trying his damnedest not to come first. Let that shit go, bae. I teased as I slowed my speed from highway to hell to driving Miss Daisy. Slowly, I watched as my cream coated his shaft. Each time I rose, it was thicker and thicker, like I was mixing up homemade buttercream in the KitchenAid. Fuck. Jay lifted me from him and stood us both up. His panting and low growls had me spilling my liquid platinum all down my leg like a leaky faucet. 
He yanked my body to his to close the space between us before wrapping my right leg around his waist. With one thrust, my body jolted as his dick gave my pussy a jump start. Biting my lip, I tasted my blood as it flowed over my taste buds and down my throat. I was repeatedly dying and regenerating, and his pull was my own personal necromancer. Mmm. J- 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 Fuck. Ooh, ah. I screamed as all the blood rushed from my head to my feet. He had drained me. I was sure his creepy neighbor had her ear pressed to the wall and her fingers buried deep in her own stash because I was just that damn loud at seven in the morning. 90 seconds passed before I start to suck air into my lungs again. Again, he covered my mouth with his hands as he let his seeds fill my canal. Dropping my head to his sweaty shoulder, I sucked on his neck before softly running my teeth over the scripted ink. Using my tongue as a pencil, I traced each letter. E-M-B-E-R and the little red flame that connected to the last letter. You lose, but I'll cook since you're recovering. Jay said as he put all his weight on me, causing us both to fall to the bed. He hadn't taken his third leg out of me yet. And honestly, I didn't want him to. I preferred staying like this, connected to my twin flame. We burned bright together. I didn't know why it took me so long to realize that, but now that I had, I was never shining so low again. Against my desire, he stood to his feet and walked over to the sound system. Rolling onto my side, I watched as he pulled out his threads for the day and got ready to shower. As always, Wale was his morning wake-up music, had been ever since we were teens. Now the day went by, he didn't bump some Olubuwale. Take something out for me too, I said as I rolled over and grabbed the remote from the nightstand. It was my morning ritual to tune into my favorite group of newscasters who kept me up on all the hometown hotspots and weekend events. No work today. We're headed out to Atlanta next week, so I'll be working from home for the rest of this week. He nodded, signaling he registered what I said. Knowing me well, he walked over to the drawer where he kept all his underclothes. He pulled out one of his tanks and a pair of boxers for me to slip into before walking over to where I laid sprawled out on the bed in my birthday suit. I wanted him again, but I knew he had to at least show his face at the youth center he founded with his brother and maybe drop in at the co-working space where he had a designated desk. He had a home office and traveled a lot for business, but still liked having another environment to venture to when he needed a new environment. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You joining me? He said as he lifted my chin and placed a soft kiss on my puckered lips. 
Of course, I need my hair washed. You're fucking spoiled. You're doing, not mine. I teased as I got on my knees and pulled him into a kiss. After we were both dressed for the day, we made our way to the kitchen. As I climbed up on the bar stool at the island in the middle of his kitchen, I popped a few grapes into my mouth. As much as I always teased him about being a health nut, I appreciated him having fresh fruit available at any given moment. I was in no way committed to anything healthy, but I'd always loved fruit, especially grapes and peaches, ever since we were kids. He never forgot that. As he maneuvered around, gathering all the ingredients and utensils he would need to prepare us a nice, well-balanced breakfast, I let sounds of clanking pots and pans transport me back to the beginning. With my elbows on the countertop and my chin resting in the palms of my hands like a work of art on a pedestal, I daydreamed. Being this type of intimate with him was different. It was renewing, like the sanctuary I never realized I needed. Every morning since our first morning together, I got to wake up to the sensational feel of his fulfilling dick deep in my guts, and I'd imagine a world where this never happened. In all the years we've spent learning each other, growing up together, encouraging each other, I never thought this would be us. He was forever a playboy, and I loved too damn hard. We were incompatible when it came to how we maneuvered in a relationship. He was a rolling stone, and I was a homemaker. If anyone would have told me I would wake up every morning to my best friend of 25 years, I would have laughed in their face. In fact, many people told us we'd one day be betrothed, but neither one of us were trying to hear that shit. Jace Collins was my best friend, had been since the day I moved next door. He was my first homie, my rider, and eventually the nigga that would strap up and ride out for me when my trifling-ass ex-boyfriends broke my little heart. He was a lot of things to me, but never my lover. We didn't vibe like that back then, at least not in my mind. I found myself now trying to figure out if it was because I wasn't trying to see him that way or if I just worked so hard not to see him that way. In our teen years, his brother sealed our fate, but as always, we laughed it off. To them, we never had much of a choice in the matter. We were supposed to be our hood success story. Two kids from a tough corner of the country making it out and doing it big, together. We were as distinct as night and day, yet the perfect compliment. Where I was reserved and affectionate, he was the life of the party and aloof. Somehow, we still wound up together, intimately. It started six months ago, and surprisingly, we'd been able to keep it a secret. Everything happening so fast, neither of us had a chance to say anything to anybody if we wanted to. It was like one day we were shooting the breeze like normal, and the next thing I knew, our norm became him shooting his seeds at my snatch. All it took was me to have yet another horrible date and him to have Jose Cuervo on deck. He makes me the perfect pink lemonade margaritas like he always did when I showed up on his doorstep with dead curls and a perplexed disposition. That night, I was already drunk when I arrived on his doorstep after having the date from hell. My date had left me at the bar with the check after a heated argument on the reproductive rights of women. Now that I think about it, I knew that had to be fate because I made a conscious effort to never touch on hot button issues until at least the third date. When I got to his house, he was balls deep in whatever flavor of the month he was with. She was annoyed, and I would have been too if I was drunk as fuck, horny as fuck, and some bitch showed up on my nigga's doorstep beating down his door with her stiletto heel. 
It was always comical to me how quickly I went from reserved, professional, special prosecutor to the crazy bitch from the hood. But that night, I didn't care. I needed my best friend to fill me with drinks and his famous Krabby Grilled Cheese sandwiches. I could very well blame our beginning on the liquor, but it was more than that. He took care of me that night. He gave me comfortable clothes, kept my glass full until he decided I needed to be cut off. My feet were rubbed, my temple massaged. He let me soak his shirt with my tears and listen to me gripe and moan about all the men who came in my life and took things from me. He never told me to look within like my parents. The only advice they ever gave me was that I needed to figure out what it was about me that attracted the type of men I ended up with. They were always wolves in sheep's clothing, dogs who walked on two legs. Jace helped me see that there was nothing wrong with me and everything wrong with them. I was light and darkness was always attracted to light. The men were just darkness seeking a bit of sunshine and didn't know what the hell to do with the light as bright as mine. I lost a lot in love. My self-esteem took a hit. My career almost crashed and burned before it even got a chance to begin. I was on the verge of losing myself because of how I allowed men to make me feel. And if it weren't for the love and care Jay showed me over the course of those years, my light would have been lost forever. I wasn't sure why drunken, half-open eyes helped me realize that, but it did. So much of my vibrant being was dulled by the men who chose me. As many times as he warned me about my last one, it took him leaving me at the altar to realize I deserved better, and it was time for me to choose myself instead of waiting for them to choose me. Order up. Jay slid a plate of food in front of me, pulling me back to reality. Thanks. I started to dig in before he stabbed my hand with the fork. Bless your food, heathen. Neither of us were overly religious, but we both had a pretty solid church upbringing. We didn't dress in our best threads and beat the reverend to the church on Sundays, but we made sure we prayed together every day and night. Sometimes, when my stomach was touching my back, I prayed mid-chew, and whenever I was in his presence, he got on me about that. What's on your agenda for today besides taking over my Netflix? I'm going to go downstairs and do some laundry later and maybe pack so I won't have to worry about it later in the week. Lisa is bringing the files over for us to go over. Can we use your office? It's bigger than mine. Knock yourself out. Just make sure y'all keep that damn red wine away from my rug. Yes, sir. I laughed as I saluted him with my fork. This is good. You did something different to it this time. It tastes like pie and ice cream. I added vanilla bean and apple spice to the eggs before I put the bread in it. I know you like fried apples and whipped cream on your French toast, and I ain't feel like all that this morning. No, I like this a hundred times more. Let me taste yours. Come on, yo. You always want to be tasting some shit. You don't even like Ezekiel bread. So, it might taste different as the French toast than it does when you make sandwiches. Here, choke greedy ass. He sucked his teeth as he extended his fork toward me. Smiling, I leaned across the table and let him push his fork in my mouth. I didn't know what it was about him that brought out the freak of me, but even the simplest shit, like him putting food in my mouth, made me drench the seat of my panties. Jace could always cook, and while it was never the way to my heart before, he sure created a new lane just for himself. If he fucked me and fed me like this for the rest of my life, I consider myself a kept woman. 
since you're going to be here all day, you cooking dinner or should I pick something up? I'll cook if you go to the store. Send me a list and make sure you put everything on it this time. He got up from the table and cleaned off his plate. I watched him as he bent over to put the dishes into the dishwasher. From the top of my coffee mug, I just watched him. He was my new favorite show. I never got tired of looking at him. It was like watching Law & Order SVU from the beginning for the millionth time. I knew what was going to happen next, but I never could divert my eyes. Sure will. Forget something, I laughed. He walked over to me and kissed me on the forehead and cheek before grabbing his backpack and car keys. Come lock up. I know your ass is climbing right back in that bed when I leave. At the door, we kissed for another three minutes. I really wanted him to call in sick just to lay up with me. But another thing I loved about him was his commitment to work and the dedication to the children he mentored. He never put anything that wasn't life or death before his work. Me being clingy wasn't life or death, and I'd never ask him to choose me over them for a selfish reason like that. So I enjoyed those three minutes that he kept his lips locked against mine and his body blocking mine from his neighbor's view. He lived next door to a woman who I swore was a nympho and across from an old man who made my skin crawl every time he assaulted me with his beady, bloodshot red eyes. This was surreal to me, but I was rolling with it because he made me the happiest I'd ever been and he cared for me. He cared for me in a way he never cared for anyone outside of his bloodline. I was his bae and he was mine. Are you still up? Girl, good night. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.